So there I was, extremely excited because I've done something that normally I don't do. What that what does that mean is that I didn't wait to the last minute. This time I was more prepared. I was more advanced because I assumed, and we already know what assumption is, but stay with me through this through this journey. See, I assumed that in constructing a 25 page paper that, you know, it won't take me that long because of the fact of I already put in prior work. The prior work that I put in was every day that I was pumping out maybe five to seven pages. And this started on Saturday evening and every day, like I said, five to seven pages. Well, I got a case of we'll only have one or two pages left to wrap this whole thing up and it's due two days uh, left and only have two pages to wrap up, like I said, and having two pages to wrap up based on the evidence that I provided you family of saying that I'm doing five to seven pages each day and the total pay, the total amount of pages that were due were 25. So when I got to the, the, the last two days, which is I was thinking to myself, well, this is a no brainer. This is going to be easy. This is going to be a cakewalk. And then it happened. Yep, it happened to me. See, well, what happened was is that for some odd reason, I started to procrastinate to do those last two pages. And because I procrastinated to do those last two pages, it was up until the night before. So I log into my laptop the actually the day before that it was actually due. And I noticed something that was kind of strange. I am searching and I am searching. And for some odd reason, my paper is not there that I really took time and spread out the work and I did it in bite sized chunk is no longer there. Now, I don't know about you, but if you ever had a 25 page paper that that was due and now you're looking at your laptop or your desktop to find it is no longer there. What is the first emotion that comes to mind for you? I'll wait. Well, I don't know about you, but for me, uh, a sense of distress came over my mind because I'm like, I've did all the research. I brought up all of these, you know, I extended it out because I, I made a promise to myself that I was not going to procrastinate this time, that I was going to execute and that we were going to break it up in bite-sized pieces. And the leading up to the last day, I only wanted to have a page or less that was due. And all I was going to do was just go over and edit. Well, family, unfortunately, I had to rewrite a whole 25 page paper from the day that I found out all the way leading up into the class of when it was due. And I was editing the whole time. You know, we I would be in meetings and I was still working and I was so frustrated and so disappointed in myself that I procrastinated and I, I beat myself up because I said, well, it's due to the fact that if I wouldn't have waited until the day before it was uh, the, the the day before it was due, I would have caught this. I would have found out that the paper was lost and I could have started working on it immediately. All the coulda, woulda's and shoulda's couldn't have saved me that time. If 
you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family. Hey, to my existing family, I really, truly, sincerely, when I say what I say, what I mean is I really do appreciate you rocking with me. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this show because it means a lot to me and I'm seeing it reflected in the numbers. So again, I want to thank you. On this podcast show, we discuss entrepreneurship, faith, marketing, and personal personal de- personal development, which again is my favorite. I am your humble host, ED, for all you smart and intelligent folks out there. That just simply means it. Now, pull up to the dinner table. I got some stories to, to tell. Today's topic is entitled, What is Procrastination? And why do we procrastinate? Again, what is procrastination? And why do we procrastinate? Three secret, uh, three impact secret value points I want you to walk away with is. Or are procrastination is different than being lazy. I want to give you guys two tactics because this message is going to really be about the strategies, but give you two tactics and this is going to be a two-part series the first part we're going to identify or unpack what is procrastination and then the second part of the um of the show uh, which we'll talk about tomorrow will be how to overcome procrastination some of the tools and techniques that i just recently found out doing through my research and what i have been using um to help me with procrastination. So two of those tech, uh, tech, uh, okay, let's try and get it out. Two of those uh, tactics are breaking down your goals and then minimize or eliminate distractions. See that story that I shared with you family at the beginning of the show is so real and so true. I know a lot of people have experience that I don't care if you're a student or not, but you can relate. How do you relate? You relate because of the fact of you've put task aside. See, I call it the the mind nature trail. See how I got there, how I got delayed or and how I got behind is because I started walking down the mind nature trail. See, that's something that I coined because I, I, I thought it was just like it, like when you get distracted, it becomes a nature trail. See, when I was putting to the putting this together, I got distracted because I started reading and researching more about procrastination, because to me, I'm looking at the elements that hold people back, that has held me back. And one of the things that have held me back before I understood what what was actually going on was procrastination. And the reason why procrastination was one of those things that held me back is because when I'm in the mind nature trail, that is something I call or you may call it a rabbit hole or a rabbit trail in which you find one thing. And then by the time you look up, you've done search 13 different sites, you done looked at your phone and now an hour and a half that went by and you're like, what just happened here? And you don't even notice that the time is. See, that's what's so what's so sneaky about procrastination is because you don't even notice that the time is just creeping past you in a sense because you're so enthralled or intrigued by what you're seeing. That dopamine push and that rush 
gets to you and you just start, you know, especially people like myself who are who love researching things and it's good to go down a rabbit hole, but sometimes you have to cut yourself off because then you'll miss the whole point. The whole point of doing research is to back up or pro provide evidence to your case. And once you find that evidence, you need to be able to now focus on the story that you're going to tell the, the reason why you went in looking for that, for, uh, that particular re uh, information when you were doing research. So, the distractions are key in procrastinate procrastination. So people who procrastinate have to find ways to not get distracted. I always mention about auditing your time. And that's another that's a bonus tip I'm going to throw in family. And we're like I said, when we talk about phase two of this, of how to correct or to improve our procrastination of cutting it down some, I'm going to give you a couple of tips and I'm going to actually show you, I mean, explain to you what I am really currently doing um, to help you guys out. Now, one of the reasons, there's so many reasons why we procrastinate and I, you know, there's a lot of subjects that people speak on and they don't have any wisdom on them. I have so much wisdom on procrastination that is crazy. And the wisdom that I have is due to the fact of the ability. I thought it was about the ability to be able to get things done at the last minute and the time pressure that I would put on myself. See, I accidentally read a story about an artist who waited until the last minute to put together this amazing painting. And, you know, ever since then, I was like, oh, that's me. You know, I could. I get things, I can get things done. I love the pressure. I love having to make a decision and, and you, you don't have a choice to go through all these 13 decisions, but see, I was living or walking down the wrong path. That's not the case because from the research I was reading, it was talking about when you do this, you know, over and over again, the stressors that you put on your mind and your body that you may not even realize that you're, you're placing on yourself is not healthy. And I was like, wow, that makes a lot of sense. That's, you know, the longer you wait to pay to, to get something done is the longer that you continue to stress and worry about it. And I'm guilty of it. You may not want to raise your hand with me, family. And I understand, you know, you you may not be you may be one of those perfectionists or one of those those individuals that has the ability to when you have a project or you have something that's due that you knock it out right then and there. So for all of those people, I salute you and that's awesome. But to my people that have continued to have this fight and found ways to get better at solving procrastination, it's it really is about you taking the ability to not just focus on just self-control. It's about saying what am I working on and what are my what are what are my goals to get to where I'm going? And a goal I, I want to use the word um, I think it's called intri intrinsic, but I don't want to I want to talk about that at a later date because I really think the whole purpose here is to understand how do we even get into the procrastination mindset? And a lot of times this happens is because we we search for perfection or we search for the right moment or the right mood or, you know, um, I'll, I'll wait. Perfect example. Oh, man, I, I didn't want to go here, but I'm going to have to go here. 
a lot of times we'll say, you guys tell me if you've heard this. Well, when the kids go off to, to, to college, I'll start the business. Kids went off to college, you still didn't start the business. Or, or, or when I get that bonus from work, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take that money and I'm going to invest it in into creating a business or I'm going to invest it into paying down debt. You get the money in what happens or 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 you know once once uh once i'm able to get into a financial position and i can raise ten thousand dollars then i'll then i'll get started on what i'm going to do how many people have done that how many people have said i'm going to wait for the perfect opportunity i'm going to wait until the mood feels right i'm going to wait until i'm inspired (laughs) eddie murphy laugh I'm going to wait until I'm inspired to really do what I need to do. You see, family, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now um, if it wasn't for the fact that I just got started. And I've noticed over my life when the things when I just go ahead and get started and not worry about the perfection, not worry about, you know, how I'm going to do it, because that's another thing. So let me park right there. and We'll get back into the car and drive. But let me park right there in the things of how to do something. That is another reason why we get stuck. We get stuck because we're trying to, we want it to be perfect. I I remember when I used to have that mindset of, well, because I don't know how to do it, then I'm, I'm not going to do it or I'm going to take my time and not putting anything out because it doesn't look like his or it doesn't look like hers. And see what I went. That's why I started reading biographies, because when I started reading biographies, what I was learning is is that people were how they were learning was actually just going out and doing it. And I don't want to use the word failing because failing is a perspective. Failing to me is when you at least you did something more than the next person, meaning you took a shot or you took a tip at actually doing something. So so what I understood for myself was the fact that I had to actually just go out and do it. And when I did the thing, I understood that, okay, that wasn't it. It doesn't look like his or hers. But how long has how long have they been doing it for? And then you start getting to the root like, wow, they've been been doing it for a while. And if I could see their previous work, which the biography walks you through, you understood that it wasn't just like, hi, I'm here and I'm just famous all of a sudden. I'm an overnight success. And we talked we talked about that. I, to even give a more context to that, I was listening to a story that T.D. Jakes was talking about. And again, I'll paraphrase because I, you know, I'll, I don't want to miss out on the important value here. And he was talking about because the, the, the uh, interviewer asked him so in so many words, how did you get started in making movies? And he said it, it really was just, it, I never set out to do that. I set out to make a play and, and setting out to make this play, I started networking and connecting with people that were, were pushing me to say, Hey, now let, we need to make a movie of this. And a movie turned into it was supposed to be a small movie that turned into something bigger and better than what he could imagine or dream. And I think I think a lot of times we don't get started because of like we have we don't appreciate the journey, the journey to where we go. So 
when I started, remember when I told you family that I started uh, doing podcast because I was, it was part of some, uh, a course that I took, which is 30 days by Russell Bronson, which is an amazing course, which is a, a course in which teaches you within 30 days, you're going to get up, get a sales process up. You're going to understand the mechanics of the foundation of why you need to have a sales process. And one of the pieces of homework was, Hey, you need to be able to produce something every day, whether it's uh, YouTube, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, you know, or doing a podcast. So again, I chose doing a podcast and I started out um, and I said, well, look, I know that I'm not going to do seven days a week. I just knew that, but I will do five days a week and doing five days a week. I start falling in love with the process and now falling in love with it is like, oh man, you know what? Now it's time to probably, you know, pretty soon I want to go to seven days because I'm, I'm willing to put in the necessary work, but I didn't know I was going to love doing podcasts. I was like, what do I need to do? How, how do I do the, you know, what type of research do I need to do? How do I, you know, convey to the audience, you know, what, what intrigues them and interesting. And then I, it's just, I started finding these things out as I went along. And that's a lot of times we get caught up in what we would like the end result to be that we forget the journey is what prepares us for the end result. I'll say that again, the journey prepares us for the end results. Now this may be odd, but I, but it's, it's so true. And I didn't understand this until my research when it was talking about a lot of people fear completing. I was like, that's strange. Why would I fear completing? But what I, after I, I dug, dug deeper into it and I said, wait a minute, I see why people can, can be fear, can have a fear of completing because the fear of completing is more or less of you thinking, will it be well received? Will people, will the market take an interest in the, the information that I'm pro providing? Will the market feel that I am valuable enough that they will want to invest in me? So the fear of actually completing versus me talking about it and me telling you about it is, 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 is easier to feel more confident in me talking about it than me going out to execute because what if it doesn't work? Ooh, I said something that was bad, huh? What if it doesn't work? And see, that's a lot of times that stops a lot of people because the fear of what if it doesn't work? So again, what happens? They never get started. See, I am not smarter than, I never claim to be smarter than anyone. I don't think I'm better. I think what has allowed me to get to improve what I'm doing is getting started, putting myself out here, learning from, hey, okay, you know, I probably could have did better here on this particular show, or I could have articulated the point, or I could have went deeper on this particular point. So that's why it's always important to know that when you are you are going through a process here, you're not going to be you're not going to be at your best. And that's great because now you have room to learn a lot. Of, I mean, how how is it that Michael Jordan, one of the one of the greatest players of all time, had a personal trainer? 
Why did he have a, a coach? If you didn't, you are the greatest of like you. I mean, there literally you have to psych yourself out to enjoy the game in a sense. And we talked about that, about the last dance mentality to really want to go out there after you've broken so many barriers, achieved so many goals that you have to put yourself, play mental mind games on yourself to really go out and be competitive. Because at that point, there's nothing there. There's no any other rewards there to make you want to be that same player every year. So, you, but you have to go out and be willing to fail. You have to be, because if you don't, or if you're unwilling to go out there and not, not, I think failure gets such a bad connotation in a sense of that people feel like if I go out and start a business and it fails, I'm a failure. And I don't want to, I don't like that feeling. So I don't think I'll ever get started in doing anything else again. I'll just stay here in my little safe area and, and feel safe. And that's just not the approach. The approach has to be continuously growing. If it doesn't work out, do something else. If that doesn't work out, guess what my advice is? Do something else. But again, failing. When we procrastinate, we go. Another piece of this procrastination is is that we go into a decision. Uh, we we paralyze our mind through decisions. Like uh, I always talk about it. I've talked about a couple of times about the shiny object syndrome. And again, I'm I'm not telling you what I think. I'm telling you what I know because I felt guilty to this. And that with the shiny object syndrome, it you can be working on something like. I, I'll give you a perfect example of me. Like I am really, I really want to master YouTube and Instagram. And so looking at those platforms, I'll see somebody offering consultation about, Hey, this is how you can really win on YouTube. You can get your first thousand subscribers and, and all these things. So I'll go listen to the information and then someone else. No, but I got, so you're getting all of these, just everybody's just telling you that, they can help it. So by the time you listen to all of those videos, you never take you never take any action. And one thing about procrastination is when I one of the things I stated earlier in one of the um, in, in one of the the impact secret value points is the is a point of that I used to think that I was lazy uh, because I procrastinated and lazy had nothing to do with it. See, there's a difference. And, and I knew I was talking to an educated crowd and I don't mean education based off degrees. I mean, education on people willing to get better, people willing to invest in themselves. And the definition pr for procrastination, according to Mer Merriam Webster is procrastination is to put off intentionally or habitually. And so what I what I what I understood there was the fact that people that that are lazy, they have no intention. They don't even think about doing it. It's just there. People who procrastinate are they really want to do it, but they either don't know how to do it. So it, it, it hinders them or it's man, I'm, I'm going to wait to do it. And, and, and so I can put myself in a better position or it's just like, oh. Wow, that's required of me too. Okay, I'm gonna do it. Uh, give me time to to think about it. Let me process it. Let me put a plan together. Let me dissect the plan. Let me map it all out. Let me after I map it all out, let me type it up in this beautiful app. After I put it in the app and they tell me everything, and then I'm gonna 
you just it's just too much it's just too much let's i mean it's, it's let's get started let's execute and when you hear people say let's execute let's get started people that procrastinate it's hard for them to understand the importance of execute just going out and just doing doing the thing and and figuring it out along the way and as you're figuring it out along the way you'll find the resources the courses the audio the books and everything that will help you along the journey and I'm and that I'm truly realizing as I am journeying on on this path of creating this this amazing brand of impact secret um I'm learning a lot of different things along the way. So family, what I want you to understand is, is that procrastination is something that you definitely can fix. It's something that is going to be a day to day progress because I still fight with it to, to this day of of not procrastinating. <laughs> I, it, it brings me to a, a, a situation in which this was the day that um I almost almost was homeless and it was because of it was because I'll say it was because of procrastination to the fact of I made a decision to trust somebody as far as my loan officer. But I take 100 percent accountability because as we're getting ready to do that, you know, we got the deal locked in, I deposit and everything. And I kept asking him, I said, hey. You know, do you feel that I'm, you know, I'll be able to, to get this house because uh, this is coming down to the last, you know, two weeks? And he was like, "Yeah, we're we're good. I, I don't see any problem. I see this loan being able to get pushed through. Okay, okay, I'm trusting what you're saying." And it comes down to the last week, and so he, I start doing all these different things that was outside of what I normally would do if you were purchasing a home, meaning like refinancing this and and paying down this and I'm like what is going on here and so I said uh, finally I said to him like look man I really need to know because I'm getting all of you know I want to make sure that so I can transfer my services and all of these oh yeah no problem I'm I'm sure the day of family the day of that I was was getting ready to sign on the, the paperwork and everything he was just like, yeah, the loan fell through. And I'm like, what? You mean it? I was like, but you know that I'm selling my home. Like, I'm not going to be. So where am I going to? I was just like, all right. And, and I and I just I, and I told him, all right, thank you for what you've done, because you really taught me a true lesson about, you know, there's a difference in words and paperwork so what I should have done differently in that situation was more or less that I kind of known that or knew something wasn't right because the different hoops I was having to jump through and over and around I should have just said nope I'm going in a different direction but I stuck with it because I was believing that everything was the way that it was said it was. But again, I had procrastinated because I took too long to even see where I was going to live instead of just saying, "Okay, let me get on this right away. As soon as the house went up for sale, I should have been on the grind and finding and looking. But I wasn't. I was just taking my time because I knew what I wanted and I thought that was it instead of having multiple locations to to choose from but i digress so family what i'm basically saying is is 
sometimes I used to think procrastination would be a be able to help, but it's really a hindrance to you is a hindrance because if you wait to the last minute, like I talked about earlier, the stresses and frustrations may not touch you now, but they will catch up with you later. So stay tuned for part two of this, where we talk about tactics. Like today we were talking about the strategies of how procrastination can affect you um, day by day, but we're going to talk about the actual tactics and how, how do we overcome procrastination? What do we need to do to, to get better? How do we solve something where we want to do it? And tell me if you ever looked at something like, especially your, your to-do list. And we're going to talk about that too. You, you have about 10 items on your to-do list. You're like, yeah, I'm knocking out all 10 of these today. And you probably do one or two. So we're going to talk about how how do we how do we strategically check off our to do lists or find other ways to to use our time wisely. So we're not going down the rabbit hole or, as I call it, the mind nature trail of life and losing time go by when we can use that valuable time to work on the project or the thing that we wanted to do. Until next time, I am your humble host, E.D., and all you smart, educated folks, you you already know what that means. It's just Ed. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Part two is coming up tomorrow. And I thank you for your time. Until next time, I'm out. <laughs>